what's going on? Not much, man. Hey, first uh, before we get even going, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And uh, you know, this is new to me. So no worries, man. Thing. It's a generous thing, man. It's a generous thing. You know what? There's, you know, the world is not so cruel. I guess crooked and evil. I guess completely. Yet, you know. Oh, absolutely not. Like, I mean, when you see what's on like the news and all that stuff, like you always think it's really bad. <laughs> but you like, it, it's not. The, the good thing is, I've been distracted. Uh, with all this stuff, because usually uh, I'm totally into that. Uh, so mm. it's been a piece of peace of mind to actually get away from that for a little bit. It can be depressing. <laughs> I know, right? But um, real quick, is it okay if I record this and put it up on the channel? At all. I was actually gonna suggest the same thing. I could record it. Um, but yes, definitely, definitely. You oh. know, so my girlfriend, you know, with all these videos and talking to the camera and all that stuff um it's it's strange because uh you know it's almost like public speaking yeah you know? and as an actor it's a lot easier to kind of memorize something to have it in your head prepared already mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to kind of like all right here we go i'm just gonna wing it and hopefully you know i can think of what i need to say on the spot so that to me is actually a very great skill when i see someone can do that i'm like they're on the yeah, right. It, it took me a lot of preparation. I mean, like, um, my channel and all that stuff is new. So like, I don't expect anybody to really like look into my story until I eventually tell it because like, I'm trying to blow up my brand to be like really big, like one of the one of the biggest. Um, I'm still yeah. starting it like it's not like I'm anywhere close to that. But like, I have some plans put in place that over a period of like, probably five to 10 years, like I could be like one of the biggest brands in the space if I play my cards, right? So that's what I'm trying to do. But um, it took me a long time to, you know, figure out what to say in front of the camera. And I still prepare like whenever I do a video or something, I'll have like bullet points like that's I usually stick to bullet points because if I try to write it too much, then it sounds too robotic and stuff. So I'll just yeah. have like, you know, maybe five bullet points or something like that in the video. And then when I kind of forget what I'm talking about, I'll just look at the bullet points and it'll remind me and then I'll go it back. Makes sense. Yeah. You know what? That's funny. I have uh, just like all the notes that I take are kind of all in this, you know, usually on the booklet, booklet or mm -hmm. on my iPhone in the notes section. And uh, when I see, you know, everyone that's usually online demonstrating things or utilizing, like you said, mm -hmm. the, uh, um, what is it? The uh, bullet points? The, not the bullet points, the other, the other thing, or the, just the boards, like the... Oh, whiteboards. Yeah. yeah. Or some kind of... Uh, you know, they just, because in word, it's so hard to follow sometimes. Uh, you know, it just makes more sense when you're seeing something visually and it's got a box inside and it's going. It's like almost like when they're trying to explain a, uh, a uh, what is it, a, a sales funnel. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot easier when you're seeing an actual funnel there and then you're writing where you're starting at and where you're going as opposed mm -hmm. to just looking at words. You're going, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I actually just bought uh, a whiteboard. It was on sale on Amazon for like 60% off. And it was like one of the best ones on there. And I was like, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> so I'm gonna have, um, I'm gonna have a whiteboard. I'm actually rearranging like my little area here. And I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna have basically, so for anybody that catches this video before I do this, and it's probably not even going to be like barely anybody, but um, yeah, right now, right? Now. I know, right? But right I am going to release a lot of cool stuff to where I'm going to be able to put out videos like super quickly. 
Um, I actually have some of my equipment right there that nobody can see. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to have like basically a little mini studio that I'm going to set up to where I can just basically walk into it, record videos, and then just pump them out like right away. Yeah. Um, and that's going to help me a lot when I start doing more educational materials. Material, which I think, I, you know, at least for me, is kind of like the end goal really because you know realistically to get into this like you said if you're not gonna go for the long term if you're not gonna shoot you know to be the best in what you're gonna do it's a waste of time really because it's a lot of work first of all and then you know uh, you know my dad's always said you know if you're not gonna do something right the first time just don't do it at all so it's kind of you know again it's just it's a mindset mm -hmm. so um you know with that just said you know that's why for me, it's kind of one of those things where, uh, you know, you tend to want to be a perfectionist, but unless you kind of let that, let that go and just, just start going with like the, the whatever it is and right in front of you, mm. it becomes hard. You know, and for me, I've just been like wanting to study and, you know, like I started, you know, I'm 50% uh, through Ty's course. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when we, you know, it's all scattered and it's all over the place. It's insane. Cause since then, I've seen uh, some of the other ones like Sam uh, uh, Ovens. Mm -hmm. I've seen um, this kid, Iman Gatti, I think it is, or whatever. And just the first few courses, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, what a big difference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the main thing for me, and I said it in my YouTube uh, video, is it's the structure that makes all the difference. You know, in Thai's courses, you're kind of getting it all scattered. Um, and that kind of really makes it difficult to, to kind of really sponge in the information. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like he's going into YouTube and I'm going, okay, uh, let me go, you know, it's only kind of brushing a little bit on YouTube videos uh, mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, just on YouTube stuff, but it's not going in depth and actually getting it done. Mm -hmm. So then I got to go purchase another course on, you know, like on Udemy, which I, which I utilize a lot mm -hmm. and have someone else kind of really go into details and actually how to, deliver the actual results you know it's like on tie stuff you're getting very uh on the surface thing yeah uh, so but i've been very you know fortunate enough to like i said be taking the actions necessary to get to fun, you know make the efforts to look for the information and ask too when i need to because that part is actually hard yeah the perfectionism thing because like there's there's four personality types and uh when you really break it down to like the most general level and i'm the personality type that is like the perfectionist kind of more data oriented and like facts and results and i'm not like uh, it's just like the details um so i'm the type of person that i i want to be perfect with a lot of things but what i've learned over the years is like um the the just the fact that you're doing something like anything in the first place you're already above like 90 percent of people like yeah. if you want to start like a marketing agency or a business or whatever it is just the fact that you moved from here just one step forward like is way better than most people yeah. and the funny thing is is some people pretend that they're moving forward and they're really like not like it's absurd like the, I that was i was gonna say that's the sword it's like the double-edged sword thing you know because you can also find that trap where you're like well you know today at least i thought about it you know it was more yeah, than I did it's say. That's a positive but in the long term you know if you're not actually like you said setting goals uh and and taking action it it seems daunting and that, that's the i mean that's a quick way to really get out into something mm -hmm. you came in very energetic and, and, uh, and enthusiastic about 
which uh, I was actually thinking about this about two hours ago, too many people and myself included, like a lot of the stuff that I talk about on, you know, my channel or brand or whatever is stuff that I've personally went through. So, you know, it's, I, I relate to it. So, but I know I've done the work over the years to figure out how to get around things like mentally or, you know, how to um, discipline myself and stuff like that. But a lot of people try to take the entire goal or the entire journey or whatever and they just think about it all at once and it's like that's literally overwhelming to your prefrontal cortex in your brain like you exhausting. Like, it's exhausting any time you think about the past or the future it actually does technically stress your brain like yes. like from like psychology standpoint um that doesn't mean it's bad but it's just you got to know that you're stressing your brain and more so when you think about well i actually don't know which one is worse the past or the future or if they're equal but the point is, is like, you should only- I think there's got to be a balance with that, just like with everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So like what, what people should do is just learn kind of this meditative process where you just think about the present time. That's pretty much it. And have that goal in mind. But like what I do is I write down my goals every single time I wake up and then I look at them before I go to sleep. Like that's like my new thing that I've been doing. And it's helping out a lot, give me clarity because I don't have to think about these big daunting goals. I'm just like, what do I have to do tomorrow? that moves me towards that but like you just got to put it in like a little step you know and then once you complete that step then you're on to the next one and like that's all you think about like it, it's literally just put one foot in front of the other and then you're again yeah people it's, don't again, quote about like driving in the dark at night you know you, you work with just as much as you can see with that headlight and and trust that you're t you know you're going in the, you're going the right way yeah you know, my dad, one of, that was one of my, uh, the things my dad said when I came out to California to pursue the acting career. And, uh, he, you know, he, he, you know, we were, we were at the mall, we were, you know, talking, it was, you know, it was the, the moment I thought I was best to bring it up, you know, in public. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, listen, dad, I'm gonna, you know, to be honest with you, I've uh, been thinking about this a lot and I think I'm gonna pause school for right now and I'm gonna just move to California and pursue, you know, a career in acting. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I didn't know what he was going to say, but I know I had worked up a lot to, to that point to say that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, his, the first thing he went to, he grabbed his wallet, he pulled it out and he said, listen, look at this. This is a note and, you know, a goal list that I have in this note. And I do this at the beginning of every year, you know, before, before the year actually starts. And this here gives me purpose. Yeah, he. This year gives me a. You know, when I'm getting up, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm going after. You know, and there's if I did that, then there's that next. Mm -hmm. You know, and there are going to be challenges on there. You know, and maybe there's something that I didn't do last year, but you know what? That's going to now be on the top of my list in the new year. Um, but the goal is to to try to you know push out as many of those goals as you can. And he goes, and if you take it like that, step by step. You'll see yourself where you want to be in no time. Um, so, and you know, there's, you know, even for anyone that's, that's, you know, uh, spiritual, you know, even in the Bible, you know, it's like it says that, you know, it's like write it down um, and, and, you know, you'll manifest it that way. And my, my stepmom, you know, she's, she's one of those people that always tells me, hey, Marty, you got to say it. You got to say it out loud. You got to talk it. You know, you got to get it out of your body and phys physicalize it. Um, and for me, actually, I was going to tell you, I was excited. I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh, you know, I went to see my dentist yesterday, and I haven't really picked a niche. I don't know really what I want to do. I've got an uncle of mine in New York that, that just opened up a second restaurant, and, and I know he's not really utilizing any of the marketing uh, tools that we can, you know, obviously help them with. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking to my dentist yesterday and I had taken the time to, uh, to look at some other just dentists website and, and kind of, you know, try to compare what, uh, you know, compared to hers mm-hmm. who I know I'm going to be meeting face to face at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so I, I went yesterday, I was telling her a little bit about it. And I was like, Hey, listen, you know, I was, uh, checking your website and, you know, I'm getting, I'm in the process of getting certified for, uh, for social media marketing. And, you know, I realized that there were some things that could be better. You know, I looked up West Hollywood dentists and, you know, I realized that you were not even on the first page. You were actually like kind of far, far down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unless I'm putting in your specific email uh, domain, I'm not even, you know, hearing from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she, and, you know, and then I sold her also the, this other competitor's website. I, I didn't really know how that was going to strike her, but, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I try to, you know, just be light about it. I was just, you know, just checking just to kind of see what I could suggest to you, who I thought was doing something um, that I thought was good, but it's not necessarily in this area. She's in Glendale. Mm. Um, so I make sure that I started with that. And uh, she was like, Marlon, I, you know what? Uh, that sounds great. She was like, yes, I'm, I'm really not doing any of that. And I, I would like to actually talk uh, about it a little more. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, and to be honest with you, like I said, since I am in the process of you know, learning and there's still so much more, um, you know, I'd work for free. You know, I wouldn't charge like a monthly retainer, but, you know, I figured that, you know, once we get going, we could figure some kind of commission base if I begin to, you know, actually bring, bring in some customers. And then I went into the point of like, imagine if, you know, at some point it did cost you two to three thousand dollars but one customer brought you you know seven thousand dollars because they're getting invisalign through you mm-hmm. i was like all of a sudden now you're getting your money back and some more and that's only with one customer so the goal here is to you know if i you know to get you three to four or five whatever it is that we can come up with uh to get some people in you know and it just happens that it was a slow day there was no one there you know mm-hmm. it, i was like <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could use some bodies here, yeah. you know, and then I also showed her another feature that I, I don't know really anything about, but I thought it was really cool. And it was the, this other lady's using, she's utilizing Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. So you could actually write, you know, any kind of question that you have, whether it's times, uh, address, uh, and it's like an automated message, I guess, or someone that actually replies to you. But I showed her that and she was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, He's like, yeah, that's, see, that's something I definitely like to, to, you know, see. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm just like really excited because again, you know, the point right now, at least at my level is to just get talking to businesses about it, about what I'm learning, just to get it out. Like, like I was saying earlier, physicalize it and, uh, putting myself in that situation. If I, you know, if I fail, you know, it, it always sucks, but you know, it's, it's always it's a stepping stone. And I've talked to other businesses as well. I've got this real estate person. Um, so I, four days out of the week, I work at a, at a retail store at AT&T. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I make a stable, uh, you know, living on the side while, you know, getting my acting career going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's the whole point is to get out of AT&T, work for myself, um, create something that I can wake up to every day and uh, just, you know, it, like I said, have purpose. And acting is, is a great passion and hobby of mine, but it's not what defines me. Uh, so either way, and this real estate person says, you know, it's an older guy and he's like, yeah, you know, a lot of people have come to me in the past with different, um, marketing stuff. And there's always like a trend, you know, and you know, I'll be honest with you. I've actually saved a lot of money, not jumping into any of them. They've been, you know, very high risk many of times. 
but my partner here has recently put up a video um, to try to see if it works. And he showed me a video and it's him showing like a house, I guess. And it's like the first one that he has or someone made for him. But it's very cookie cutter, you know, I guess is the word. I was thinking, man, if I could get a friend of mine who has like a drone, I'm like, yo, we can, you have no idea what I uh, can do for you. Yeah. So, you know, the guy, you know, like I said, I'm always going to say it's for free at this point. You know, we can figure something out once we, we can see that there's value there and that there's something that you, if you want to jump on board. Um, so he gave me his business card and he said, yeah, let's, let's talk. Let's, let's see what we could do. Let's set up a meeting. So real quick, I actually, I've been listening the entire time and I've kind of right. been picking like Sorry. bullet points about, no, 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 it's fine. Um, but just like random tips that either you can get or whoever's watching is, uh, first of all, um, just random stuff. First of all, when you build the websites, you probably want to use Squarespace, not WordPress. I'm telling you that right now. Um, Squarespace is a lot easier to use. Um, the second thing about like the free trials and stuff, I understand that and that's, you know, that's good, but just letting you know, um, you do want to set the, um, the expectation of like what month that you're going to start charging them because they're like, I did some free work for a while and what happened was, is the business owners don't respect your time. Like it happens yeah. a lot. Um, especially with, you know, business owners that are maybe really busy and stuff like that or whatever, like they'll kind of discount your time and just kind of not respect it at all um, because they're not investing anything, you know, it's free. So what I would say is when you go into these meetings or whatever, and you're telling them for free, I understand it because like what happens is if you start charging, that puts a lot of pressure on you and it becomes overwhelming. So I get it. That's exactly what I did. But you're going to want to tell them, look, it's going to be for free now because I, but like you have to position it in the right way. Now, real quick at AT&T, do you do sales or customer service? Yeah. I'm a retail sales consultant. That's my title. Oh, nice. Uh, very cool. So you understand, like you understand the sales process, right? Where you have to position yourself in a, in the correct way where it's like, Hey, instead of being like, I'm going to do free work and see if it works or whatever, you got to yeah. be like, I'm going to do free work. We're going to get you results like to, like to show you as proof then you are going to pay me. Like it, it, that's how it's gonna work. And the reason why I'm doing that, Mr. Business Owner, Mrs. Business Owner, is because I know you're not fully bought into the idea of, of uh, online marketing yet. And I get that. I wasn't as first, I wasn't either as first yeah. before, uh, before I did this. That's where we go. Exactly, so I'm gonna go ahead and do, um, and then whatever time frame you think you can get results in, usually I would say um, like, just like a rough estimate, like 60 to 90 days. You know what I mean? Be like at, at the 60 day mark or at the 90 day mark when we've proven the results, you know, somewhere in that range. Um, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to have another meeting. We're going to sit down and um, we're going to go ahead and see, you know, what, what value this is worth to you or whatever, you know, like that whole thing where it's like, I'm, you're going to pay me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you got to set the preference. Because if you're just like, I'm going to do free work and then we'll see when, you know, it's like, and then kind of just leave it at yeah. that. They're like, oh, like in the back of their mind, they're like, I'm just not going to have to pay this guy. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so it happened to me a couple of times where I would say, I, I, I literally did that. What I'm saying not to do, I did that. I said, yeah, because I was so like, it was so new to me that I was just like, whatever. Like, I just want some experience. So I said, I'm going to do free work. And then when we get results, we can talk about it. And like, and I kind of just left it at that. And then what happened was that business owner didn't respect my time anymore. And when I asked them to do things for me, like, hey, can you go ahead and uh, give me access to your um, email, uh, uh, what is it called? The email tool, like, you know, like get response or uh, 
like the e email automation tool, like that sends yeah. emails out and stuff. Like it took like forever and was just to set up, right? Like was just very difficult and was fighting with me and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, like, you know what I mean? It, it was just work. pretty bono. Yeah. So you just don't want to deal with difficult people. Um, but no, I, I think that's actually a great idea because in three months also, I would have either gotten the experience that I wanted out of it too and seeing the mm -hmm. challenges that I'm going to have. And I will know either whether I can continue to help this person and say, just say, Hey, listen, I think that your money could, you know, we should pause it for right now. I could go into better places until I can actually get you real results because you know, whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I think in three months, I, if I do, get some results then it'll be a lot easier to be like listen let's have a different conversation and see what we can work because i can continue to do what i'm doing but i can also increase and you know push uh you know dedicate more time to you which would you know would be the goal um and then with the dentist that you're that you're talking to um she seems already really bought in and everything so all you got to do is do a squarespace website like it looked like this is the thing she has a website uh-huh he has a website. Um, it's a, it, it's just like a weird website uh, in the sense that it just, uh, it's like, um, give me a second. It's, yeah, it, it's, it looks bad. <laughs> well, it's, it almost looks like she's sharing that website with other people or something. Yeah. It's called the website is Beverly Hills smile care.com. I mean, so I, what happens with doctors and stuff is they'll share an office or share, share a practice. So like most likely she's a, not a contractor, but like it's like a partnership of multiple dentists just so that they don't have to have separate offices. Kind of, it's like a group share thing. Kind of, they just share yeah. the load or whatever. So does, but the, does the website look bad overall? Uh, you know, it just compared to the other one that I was watching, you know, uh, the other dentist lady in Glendale, it's a picture of her high resolution. And, you know, that's the first thing that we see. And then you've got the, the location information, the number, uh, and then like a book, you know, uh, consultation, your first consultation. Yeah. And when you go into this and, you know, when you go into my dentist's page, um, you know, it's, it's got her name there. So I don't, you know, I guess it's not shared with someone else. I just would have liked it to maybe have had her name, like the other lady. It's messy. So the, the one that looks, you said the one that looks bad is the Beverly Hills Smile Beverly Care. Hills Smiles Care. Uh, actually, smilecare.com. Beverly okay. Hills Smilecare.com. Um, and, you know, it's, it's pictures of people smiling and it's great. But what I like about the other one that is it's more personable. Um, okay, so I looked at the the one that you said wasn't so good. Now, what's the um, what's the one that does look good? The it's Massey. So that's M A S S I H. Oh no, yeah, H O R T H O for MasseyArtho.com. You know, simple, precise. You know, just more personable. Uh, oh, I see what you're talking about. It, it doesn't look, you know, if I, if I go to the, my dentist's page, it just, I don't know where to start. It, it just looks overwhelming, uh, you know, but again, I, I don't know really much about websites. So I guess I'd just have to, you know, if I gave, you know, the job to someone to do this. Um, you don't have to, dude. Like I'm telling you, right. Okay. So this is a huge thing that I have with the whole marketing uh yeah. like the courses and all this type of stuff people are outsourcing things like way too quickly and it just like is ridiculous like there's people that are outsourcing that are making a lot of money but 
like, I guess they're just really good at managing people and stuff, but I don't believe in outsourcing until you know how to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like, unless it's just like way out of your pay grade, because so I'm telling you right now, using WordPress or using Squarespace is not out of your pay grade. You can, you, you can use it. There's no web development needed at all. Well, WordPress, you need a little bit. Um, That's what I'm saying. I downloaded, I downloaded WordPress. It's the one that I started to try to make my own website. And I, at some point, just stopped because I figured that was like a small detail that I could do later once I learned the channel. Now, with WordPress, you don't want to use WordPress.org. There's, there's a difference. Like a lot of people don't understand this. There's WordPress.org where you have to uh, – that's like real website development where you basically download the website um, in – or let's see. You host that website on like a server and it's, it's more so. like, I think I, yeah, yeah. You want to use wordpress.com. Yeah, that's the one that I use. Yeah, yeah it, it hosts it on WordPress's stuff and you don't have to worry about it. Um, yeah. But the funny part you is. Find I templates and stuff like that, right? And then, yeah. I, I would use Squarespace over WordPress though. I'm telling you right now, Squarespace is like so much easier. It makes more sense. Uh, it's a little bit easier to do SEO uh, on a Squarespace site because it's like, it's weird. Squarespace just feels a lot lighter. Like it's not like, it's not very heavy. Um, it's just very kind of quick, clean, exactly what you're talking about. But I, I see what you're talking about with the dentist website. The first one, the Beverly Hills smile care, whatever, doesn't yeah. look that bad um, on mobile. I mean, I'm not looking at it on my computer. Um, it, you know, may look super bad on my computer, but on my, on my phone, it doesn't look too bad, but I see what you're saying. Like it could be better. Um, and if she's interested in making it better then why not? Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, which I, 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 which I would say that wouldn't have to be, the core thing that I maybe go into doing for her, mm-hmm. but at least it's something that I want to share with her so that she could either do something about it on her own or at some point also that could be in uh, an upsell. You know what I mean? Like it's like, okay, I, cool. I'm telling you a hundred percent you should do it on Squarespace. Like if you do it, like, so web development, um, Dude, just for just to make the website and not keep updating it, like I've seen, like I had a potential client of mine um, that wanted me to do the website, but was already in a contract with another uh, web development studio. And the thing is with that one, um, they charged her, I think like 2,500 to create the website on WordPress. I don't even know the range of pricing, but that's insane. Twenty five. Well, dude, it depends. Like you, you create the pricing. Like you know what I mean. Like if if you hear, um, I mean the the price is whatever it's worth. So like if um, it, you gotta you gotta put yourself in the business owner's shoes. How how often is the website used per industry? Like if someone is a real estate agent, their website's very important because that's personal. You know what I mean. Like you have to be like friend. Like real estate people are based on friends. You know what I mean. Like they're they're more like close relationship and stuff. A dentist is more like, you know, you're coming here to get Invisalign. Like it's not super about the dentist with real estate. Yeah. It's about the person. Um, but yeah, which you know, like for them, I think like just the social media platforms will be more than good, you know, because people will be doing searches on Yelp and yeah. uh, Google and stuff like that. So exactly. So with the dentist, it's, you know, I mean like you, you set the price, but like I would say for a Squarespace website, a one-time fee and then you can charge her over time to manage it for her and like maybe do SEO or blog posts or whatever. Um, but on Squarespace, I would charge anywhere from 1500 to like, yeah, maybe like 1500 to 2000 to go ahead and just do the site for her and then just and make again, it top of the line. To create a website on Squarespace, depending on what I'm doing for her, is there a charge for these things or is it just the time consuming that it's going to take me to put it up? 
So the, so the she, charging she that has to, yeah. So the, you want to find out a couple things like if, um, now this is where it gets a little bit more technical, but it's not really that technical. Like yeah, I found a way to try and like simplify a lot of this stuff. Now, do you know what godaddy.com is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So GoDaddy hosts domain names. You know, when you buy a website name. Yeah. I use Namecheap, um, I think, or something like that. That that's a good one too. I just prefer GoDaddy just because yeah, I've been with them for years. But you want to find out who her domain name, who who she bought her domain name uh, domain name from. Most likely GoDaddy. Um, if she bought it from GoDaddy, then you can go ahead and build a Squarespace site. Which again, you're not going to pay for this. She needs to pay. Um, I think it's like twenty six bucks a month or something the like hosting. that. For yeah, just to have Squarespace be the website, and that's the business plan. They oh, even Squarespace have, specifically. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you, there's no other cost. It's just you pay Squarespace twenty six bucks a month, or yeah, somewhere in that range, twenty six or twenty eight, and then that's it's done. Like there's nothing else you need to do on the site. Like you just then. So you basically send the link to her to Squarespace.com and tell her to sign up. And just like after she signs up, she gives you the information or the login information. Then you go in there and you make a website. And honestly, you can learn how to use Squarespace in an hour. If you look up a YouTube tutorial and just do like Squarespace for beginners 101 or whatever you want to call it, um, you could find an hour long video that completely explains everything about Squarespace. Like, 100%. I was told uh, that it was easier, but what someone said with uh, WordPress was that there just were more features and, uh, you nobody, know, I'm telling you right now for most people like, see, that's the, that's like my website is on uh, WordPress because I thought the same thing. I actually regret using WordPress just because most people, I mean, WordPress is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that I prefer, like, I would say Squarespace is uh, just easier. So it's just it, like. Yeah, that, that's when I mean, you're talking about your time going, you know, then that's, you want to go with something that's more efficient. So either way. The, the features that are on WordPress that Squarespace doesn't have is basically, it's just more, yeah, complex and you can customize it a little bit more. But I found that most business owners, first of all, don't care uh, and they don't need it. <laughs> so it's like, why? why spend time on something that is just, you know what I mean? Like now if the business owner tells you I hate Squarespace and I want to use WordPress, then fine. Like, you know what I mean? But like if they're, if they're leaving it up to you, cause you're the expert, you got to tell them, look, I can use Squarespace or I can use WordPress. Um, or I mean, I actually, I wouldn't even bring it up. Cause like, again, they don't yeah. care. Like it's just, go and deal. Yeah. Yeah. Just they, they, the business owner wants to talk like a business owner. They want to, they don't want to hear the, you know, about well, how I'm going to do what. No, I mean, there are certain personality types again, like me, like if, so if I was a dentist, I would ask you every, like it would, I would annoy you <laughs> so much because I would ask you so many questions about how you're going to do it. And then I, and then once I had all the information, then that makes me feel comfortable. That's yeah. my personality type. I, I um, tend to be the same way, which is why, you know, for me, uh, it's you almost explain. Yeah. Yeah. As a salesperson, you know, once I know all the stuff, it's like tic-tac-toe, you know, I want to be a step ahead of the client and growing up, my dad was the hard person that went to the store and asked all of this and that. And I was like, Oh, you know, he's embarrassing me. <laughs> but I've come to realize that now my brain, my me the mechanism goes, goes like that, you know, and mm -hmm. I almost don't, if I know that I'm offering value to a customer, I don't want to make a seem salesy in any way. And I almost want to put myself in their shoes and be as transparent as I can. Biggest mistake though, is that when you say put yourself in their shoes, you're not putting yourself in their shoes if that's not their personality type. Now you don't want to do all this shady crap. Like, you know, where like you like, you know, you're manipulating people and stuff. That's bad, but you do need to communicate with people 
the way that they need to be communicated with. If, if I'm a more, you know, factual personality type and I'm more about details and stuff and the client that I'm working with is more, um, they're more like extroverted and they're more about people and they don't really care about details as much. You need to simplify it for them times 10 because that's their personality type. That's, that's how they communicate. Yeah. And if you come to them explaining them all the details, they're going to get overwhelmed and say no. Yeah, exactly. they don't get it. So like you, there's, there's, I'm telling you, if you look up the four personality yeah, types. No, no, I, and, and, you know, that was part of the training at AT&T. Yeah, and, uh, there you the go. The person that I follow, Bob, I'm sure you know, I forget his last name, but who, who I guess he mentors uh, Iman. Mm. He actually went into the four types of uh, personality types uh, the other day on his uh, story as well. Um, like the Oh, no, I just found that on my own. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, man. I just, you know, for me, you know, I'm just like, I look for, all, you know, just different uh everyone has got something different to offer, you know, and everyone's always, they've got like their angle. Um, yeah. And I just get so motivated when I see that everyone is taking the time to put the value out because again, I, we can learn all this and just be here learning more as opposed to, you know, taking the time to kind of, you know, send the elevator back, back down because, mm -hmm. you know, me being in this situation right now, I, that's the reason I would want to do something, you know, uh, you know, as far as like the influencing side where I can just push information because it becomes hard to get information from people out there um, when everyone is so consumed as well and on growing their business and on, you know, what's going on in their life. Um, so yeah, that's See, just dude, like I this said. This is why, like, just to touch on this for a second, this is why I have a problem with courses and stuff that are coming out. I get it. I get that people want to sell information at a premium and they get paid and all type of stuff. But specifically with like video courses and stuff, I'm going to come out with a video course, but I don't, I'm going to charge a little bit differently. The, my courses are not going to cost anything. They're going to be free, but I'm going to have other things for my personal brand that people can pay me for if they want, um, which is going to have a lot of value. But like the thing is the way that I'm going to structure my course and all that type of stuff is it's going to be free information because think about it this way. If, if whoever, whatever mentor influencer that you're talking to or, uh, you know, learning from, if they went to a site and they put their, their, they recorded some videos and they put it, they put those videos on this, you know, course website and you purchased it, it took them the same amount of effort to go ahead and go to YouTube and upload it. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. it, it's basically just hiding information and making people pay for it. And I'm like, I get it. But like, it, it just seems kind of, it's, it's, it's a little scammy. It's, it's a, you know, it isn't, but it's just, it's like, underlined. which again, I'm not downplaying that because yeah. I, I get why they do it though. Because if you don't pay for it, people will not do it. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, let's say, let's say you took whoever's course and you paid nothing for it. Are you going to go do something? It doesn't feel as urgent because if you're not invested in it and you know that That's much, what it is. yeah. What I see the value in it. I think investing in it for me, even though Ty's courses, um, you know, to me don't seem optimal. When I started taking the uh, Sam ovens, I was just like, you know what? And there's like a quote that I like a lot. And it's a, uh, you know, if there's a tree and you're hitting it a thousand times all over the place, you know, you're not going to get anywhere and chopping that tree down. Mm -hmm. But if you, hit it on the same spot a thousand times, you're going to knock it down. So, you know, I made it a thing to like, just pause it. Let me finish Ty's course, regardless of how I feel about it, you know, um, and, and, and go from there. Uh, but uh, it's such a challenge because again, it, I, it does, it is taking me to many different places where I want to go do a little bit more research. Mm -hmm. um, but I think really the reason why I would want to, you know, in the future, and it's why, why I'm trying to learn it from that perspective, because I do want to, like I said, be able to dumb it down for people and also be able to teach it in the long run. But 
you know, it's to be able to use it as a center place really also for even my clients as well, you know, where they can go instead of purchasing a course from someone else out there, they can go into, you know, it could be something that I offer, you know, especially for those customers that maybe want to kind of be hands on and learn and do it themselves. Hey, that's the place where you could do it. You could go learn. That's an extra fee or that's just part of the package, whatever the case may be. Um, and so for me, that is kind of like the tools that I want to see because, you know, I have many ambitions and I'm sure, you know, once you do this, there'll be another mountain that you want to conquer. And if you set it up in a place where, you know, it's going to be a well-oiled machine, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you know, it's almost like just not waiting for the moment to come up and say, oh man, I should have done things that way. So for me at this point in my journey, it's like, okay, first of all, I need to get customers. I need to you know, prove that I can give results. I need to get comfortable, hopefully pick a niche specifically, hopefully then expand and grow. And then, like I said, maybe start a course that I can include in, you know, for my customers. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end of the day, um, I'm also an actor, you know, I might be on sets, you know, uh, I've also got uh, philanthropic ambitions as well, you know, where I can, I want to go and do, be on some missions and go out, you know, somewhere in Africa and build a school and be, you know, and be hands-on. Um, there's so many things, you know, that I want a life to, to me, what a life is. And it's really all about also, as you grow, giving the same opportunities for other people to do the same thing. So if I can build something that I can, you know, have someone else also kind of be prideful about it and want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it'll all be to me just part of like that branding and, uh, of just like who Marlon Aquino is or who Eric is. And Eric is not just an entrepreneur. Eric is a human being. Um, so again, like you said, I think some of the value stuff that I see that you bring to your page is that it's not just like analytical stuff. It's not just page. It's also not just say this, Hey, you can go do it too. You know, uh, kind of thing. There's, there's a fine line when you're kind of, uh, the content that you do where it's bringing a lot of value, but it's also grounded. You know, I think all of the other people with the bigger, with a bigger following, you know, I think they, they, they feed off of, uh, uh, you know, the, yeah, I'm going to, you know, you're going to be rich tomorrow kind of thing. Um, so I like We're selling them on a pipe dream. And the thing is when you have like a mainstream audience like that, there's only a few people that, uh, cause when you, when you talk about an idea like that, you have to keep it simple and you also have to sell the pipe dream because if they don't go out there and they tell you you're going to be rich tomorrow, like only half the people are going to buy the, their course or whatever. But the way that I'm going to structure my stuff is I want it to be, um, it's, I don't know how to exactly explain it, but I just want it to be more practical and be on like almost more of like a case by case basis. When I have a lot of content out there, I want to do a lot of question and answer. Like, because the thing is when people, it's so weird. Like I'm really, I've really gotten into in the past couple of years, like studying how people like are learning and how to like educate them that way. Because what I want to do is I want to go ahead and put this free course out there and then I'm going to have basically a membership program that's going to have like 50 different benefits in it. That's like, and you know, it's not required by any means to go ahead and get the course. Like you can get the course for free, but then like when you have that information, then my membership program is going to have basically like uh, more, what do you call it? Depth you know exactly and it's more like one-on-one a little bit and like it's more like you have the information now what are you going to do with it that's going to be what the membership thing is about um and the like and there's going to be just a ridiculous amount of value in there like i'm excited next year 
but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna build it up. That's why I'm building this little you know studio and everything like that that I want to have, so I can just pump out content like crazy. But my course. So the thing is, I'm not going to have just a marketing course. Like, and this is funny. Like I, I'm going to speak this in, into existence right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a marketing course. I'm going to have an affiliate marketing course. I'm going to have a personal branding course. I'm going to have a sales course. I'm going to have a self-development and personal like mindset course. And then I think I'm going to bring in other people, uh, kind of like certain people that we know, uh, that don't have the best courses. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I like to shade a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm kidding. I mean like, you know, he's going to do what he's going to do, but, um, there's certain, like, I don't know, like I'm not, um, if I went into like drop shipping or Amazon FBA, like I could figure it out and I could probably have success. The thing is, I don't like, I personally don't want to do that because the, the retail and commerce space is just so like, messed up by amazon and google like it's just too messy themselves yeah they're big players in that field already the only way that you can be successful in doing like shopify drop shipping specifically is if you build a brand like do you know what movement is like the watches like they built a brand and like dude the other day i saw a commercial on television for movement watches and i was like Dude, I saw the beginning of this brand and now it's like huge. Like it's, it's not Rolex, but it's like, you know, people know about it. Like almost as much as, um, you know, these bigger watch brands and stuff. And I'm like, man, that's how you do Shopify dropshipping. But the thing is, after a certain period of time, it's no longer dropshipping. They make their own watches like in-house. So it's like, it's this weird thing. So yeah. dropshipping is, is weird. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it. Amazon, I think is better well, Amazon, you have less control, but it's better than Shopify because you have credibility, but then they take yeah. more money. So, but then with Amazon FBA, it's just like everybody's selling the same products and it's just like a rat race. And I'm just like, God, it's just, it's I went, I went to an Amazon like seminar. Uh, Dude, I did too, because I was trying to like, I, like I didn't, I wasn't even really know about it, you know, like what yeah. am I missing out on or what should I, you know? Yeah. And I, I listen to this stuff and I'm like, Oh my God, like, it's just, it's not a long-term thing. Like it's just not, unless yeah. you have your own products. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you can it's great for a side, for a side thing, yeah. extra money and things like that, but it's not something you can solely rely on. Which is, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. There's also people that are making tons of money with it on YouTube and stuff. And that's great. It's just that that's not my thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I, I respect yeah, it. Unless you were going to go into that 100%, uh, it's hard. It's hard, like you said, to, want to get in it and succeed to do it right. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is with the, with the marketing agency, it's less scalable, but you learn, you learn better than everything. Stuff. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately, ultimately it's all a tool. It's all a tool. Like what you were talking about earlier, where you have other ambitions and stuff. I, I, I do as well. So it's all a tool. You're trying to gain, you know, get a lot of money to go ahead and do something with it that is impactful yeah. or whatever. So same thing with me. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, like, I just feel like the, the agency is just better for me. Um, and then eventually down the road going into like, you know, real estate, you know, it, the doors are open, you know, that's what my, uh, that's what my, that's how my dad, you know, uh, his r r uh, rags to riches story really is. He was a car salesman for like 10 years selling cars on the side because his earlier years, he was a musician growing up. Um, what? No way. Yeah. He played the saxophone and, um, you know, once the, uh, the mortgage thing was taken off in the two early two thousands, whatever, you know, he jumped on there within a year, had his own business. And when things were going down, 
you know, he jumped ship and was looking for another business and it took him like a whole year and he had to learn a whole different business. And now they run a kindergarten, like an accredited kindergarten slash daycare school. Um, and you know, he's doing better than ever nowadays. So I've seen people, you know, come from nothing to something, self-educate themselves and get to that point by being focused. You know what I mean? I never saw my dad come home and, you know, it was going to be on Netflix, you know, when he did his nine to five, you know, he would come home and like he's like I was saying, I'm sure he had that note in his wallet with what the things that he was trying to accomplish. And I saw the guy go straight to work and do that. And and that's why, again, it's very dangerous to want to do a hundred things. Um, and the more you're learning, the more you kind of want to tend to do that. So, you know, it's like find your center, find your balance, just baby steps. Don't get ahead of yourself um, and go from there. So, you know, um, two things that I was just thinking of that I forgot to touch on earlier, yeah, just like random please. tips yeah, that I please. was thinking of with the dentist lady um, yes. that you're talking about. Uh, as far as like the marketing goes, the like a good, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like, yes, please. I was actually going to go back into that in a second. Yeah, the marketing thing, what I would recommend is doing a, um, a huge offer on like Invisalign or whatever she does. I know like she a, has Groupon. I know she's using Groupon. So do, I'm going to tell you right now, Groupon takes a lot of money. Like it, like when they, so you put a coupon out and it's, this is as far as I know, they, t they put a coupon out there and then you redeem the coupon and pay through Groupon. But Groupon takes like some ridiculous percentage, like 40% or something like that. And I'm just like, that's ridiculous. So um, she, like what she, she, uh, she should do is basically she, she could eliminate Groupon and like go ahead and go with Facebook and all that type of stuff if she wants. But you know, depends on her about that. Yeah. But, um, you should do either a giveaway. So like one, like, you know, one person basically out of every single person that, you know, goes in, um, that, that opts in is going to go ahead and get like Invisalign or get a free, um, session or, you know, something like that. But you want to have like these big offers for the dental people. Um, and then your targeting should basically just be everybody <laughs> like you know well it depends on what her practice is for if she's primarily targeting like moms you can target those people if she's targeting like kids you probably still want to target okay, moms. have to talk to her about and see exactly if she has that in mind because i don't even know that most business owners are thinking about that kind of thing you know what yeah, i mean you just want to make her map out her ideal customer like or like what customer she she's looking for i guess and most of the time it's parents right so she's going to market to moms because uh, dads, you know, I mean, this is kind of like a gender roles thing, I guess, just like an assumption, yeah. but you know, it's a fact. Um, there's a lot more, you know, stay at home moms and stuff. So she, if she markets to moms, they're more, uh, qualified to look at the ad because the dad might just be at work and just kind of like whatever. Um, yeah. and yeah. he's not paying attention, but the moms are the ones who actually are taking the kids to the dentist's office. So like, that would be good if you market specifically to them, mm. like, you know, let's say, uh, females over 30 that have kids like you know what I mean like something like that you can target there and the thing is you know it's super make it make it pretty narrow just so you have qualified people um and then you already know about using canva to go ahead and make an ad and stuff yeah um, i started playing with it recently and on the facebook ad really you know i i've thrown like maybe one or two ads in the past you know when uh for my personal branding stuff especially my acting or my some of my fitness um but with the facebook ad really you know specifically i guess for the uh, this dentist lady i guess again you know what you want to do is is kind of just use the you know the the, the demographic targeting something close in her and in her proximity and again just you don't yeah you don't want to do a whole lot of targeting because like the like when you do a whole lot of targeting it starts getting like too narrow 
Um, so I would just do uh, females that are over the age of, you know, like whatever, uh, maybe 25 or 30 or whatever, like a mom's age you think would be. And then um, in a specific area. And then, yeah, the, the only targeting I'd probably do is like, see if you can target just moms, like, you know, whatever, like, um, what do you call that option? I guess you have to click, yeah. or, like type in to go ahead and do moms. Um, then you can go ahead and type that in and then you just target them. But then one thing when you do an ad, a lot of people make like in, this is a Canva tip, make something that is different than the color of the platform. So like Facebook is blue. Everything is blue, right? You don't want to make an ad that's blue. <laughs> I'm telling Blend you. It in. Yeah. Because you want to make something that's yellow or red or completely the opposite or even orange, like orange. Well, orange is kind of complimentary. So your eye kind of doesn't, it's a complimentary color, so it might not fully um, recognize it. So you'd want to do something like red, like the complete opposite of blue. Even if like the dentist's like brand colors are blue, you still want to do red because it captures attention. Um, so just random Canva tip there. Yeah, and then the other thing with the real estate agent, you want to like, th this is something that you want to make sure of whenever you're talking to any real estate agent. Because the real estate agent and broker market is so saturated, um, you have to make you have to qualify real estate agents just as much as they're qualifying you. Because there's a lot of real estate agents that don't make any money, like at all. Like you know what I mean? Like they they yeah, yeah, go, you know what I mean? Like it's just because they're just starting or whatever. So when you when you're in a meeting with a real estate agent, I'm just telling you this: you got to qualify them and make sure you know how much money they're making per year or per month or whatever, because. Yeah, they, um, you know, if you're tell if you're going in there and you're like, hey, you know, my package or, you know, not package, my services are 2000 a month and like, they haven't made any money all year. <laughs> like, you know, it's just yeah, like, be like 2000 and you know, I might, you know, get a little bit of flack for this, but really only the, 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 the top 20 to 25% of real estate agents is like the only people you should be talking to. Like, you know what I mean? Anything less than that, they're not going to have enough money or they're not doing enough work or whatever. And also make sure that, um, you're the real estate agents that you're talking to actually do the work because you can, you can get them leads, but if they're not calling the leads or, you know, following up with them, then they're going to be like, this doesn't work. And it's like, well, no. So you have, you have like, you know, you're just not doing the work, but you need yeah. to say that in like a respectful way, obviously. But like, you want to make sure that, cause like how you get leads for a real estate agent is you do Facebook lead ads, right? And then they have their contact information and there's two ways you can do it. You can either have a call now button to where if the person sees the ad, they can call now the real estate agent right there. But the thing is that like people are too busy to do that. So I, that, that isn't as effective. So I'd probably say, go ahead and get their information, have the real estate agent call them. But if the real estate agent is not currently calling people, like if they, if they don't do cold calls or whatever, do not work with them because if they're on a, like a referral basis and stuff and their business is doing great, then you know, that that's good. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if they're not doing cold calls, it's not going to work. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have the, if you have the, the Facebook lead ad information, like their phone number and email and all that, and they don't know how to follow up or they don't have a script or whatever to go yeah, ahead. You're not going to get the value out of it. That they're exactly. And they're, and then they're going to go ahead and be like, your services don't work. I'm telling all my friends. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> that so, sounds like you went through something like that, that expression you just did right now. Like you, it's like someone. No, that, actually I haven't, but I've seen it happen before with other people. I, I haven't had any bad experiences with any clients. Zero, <laughs> zero, because I don't allow it to get to that place. I just kind of drift away or like, you know, like whatever, like it, I don't have bad experiences with them. Um, knock on wood that doesn't 
happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's bound to happen eventually. There's always going to be somebody, some business owner that just doesn't, doesn't get it. But um, just, yeah. so I mean, you got to be prepared. But with real estate agents, yeah, I, like I would even maybe say the top fifteen percent in your area, like that are actually like successful in doing yeah. cold calls, because anything less than that, like they're just not going to be successful. Yeah, my dad's friend, uh, who again started, they started out, they were both in the car, the car dealership and both went into the mortgage thing together. And they both grew. When things started uh, to go bad in Florida, he moved out to San Diego. And since moving to San Diego, they've, I mean, he's grown exponentially. And now he's starting to open offices again in Florida. And, uh, you know, I, I was talking to him and he's like, oh man, uh, I've got a whole marketing department. I was like, if you want, you can come and, uh, what do you call it? Intern. I said, no, man, I'm, I'm trying to work for myself, you know? So, so this is what you want to do then you need to speak to the marketing manager or whatever of his department, and then you can take a load off of them. So what you want to do is so they're, you know, like, so the marketing manager would technically be like a decision maker. And then the business owner is also a decision maker. So when you talk to the marketing manager, you need to let, you need to go ahead and speak to them about what they're doing and then uh, just extract some information and then go back to the business owner and be like, Hey, so I was talking like, cause you don't want to fight with the marketing person to be like, you should do this and you should do that. Cause they're going to be like, we already know what we're doing. We're the marketing Are you? Yeah. But if you, if you just extract it, like just go into the meeting like that, I'm going to, you know, get some information from you. I'm just wondering how you guys do business. And then you go to the business owner and you say, Hey, I want to let you know that the, the marketing department is great. They're, they're awesome. They're doing a lot of good stuff, but here's where I would make improvements. And this is why I'm going to be an independent contractor of your marketing department. So you don't have to pay me benefits. You don't have to pay my insurance. You don't have to pay anything. It's just a monthly retainer. Plus there's no overtime and there's no per hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just yeah. a set fee. If I have to work, if I have to work overtime to go ahead and get the job done, you don't pay me more. It's the same fee. So like there's a lot of benefits to that you can explain to them about why to hire you rather than an employee. Um, which yeah. actually is going to be a big portion of like my marketing course. I want to explain that because um, no, that's actually a great angle to look at things. Yeah. Cause I didn't even think about that. Although for his particular case, his other partner in the business, that, that is the, the marketing head guy there. That's his, uh, I guess, uh, fraternity brother. Um, so, you know, that's, that, that's probably going to be the thing there. Is, you're not trying to, you're not trying to convince him to get rid of the marketing department. You're trying to be in like a supplement, right? Like to like, in addition yeah. to, yes. okay, I see. So like, cause he's not going to fire like six marketing people or whatever. Like, but you, because yeah. as of right now, uh, so I have a client that it, uh, okay. So the business owner has no idea. Like he basically just said, he just delegates everything, which is awesome. I actually think he should do that. Cause he, he's not an expert in marketing or being an office manager or anything like that. So he's the business owner. He's doing his thing. Um, and this is just a random client that I have his office manager handles basically everything in the office, like the administrative work and all that type of stuff. Now, she was doing the social media stuff for a bit, but she told me, she's like, to be honest, I'm not, I'm not an expert in this. I'm kind of just posting and it's kind of just a shot in the dark. Like it was her personal page. So when I went in there and I told them, Hey, I can help you guys out. I'm going to be a contractor, this and that the office manager is like, Oh my God, thank you. Like, because that takes her, her workload goes down. And now the business owner is more happy and getting more money or whatever, because it's more efficient. And he doesn't have to pay me any, or he doesn't have to pay benefits or any of this garbage. Like he doesn't have to contribute to my 401k, <laughs> like, you know, all this like yeah. stuff that business owners do for, but which is awesome. You know, employees have those benefits and stuff, but when you're trying to go in there and sell an independent contractor agency, like you need to bring that, you know, bring all that stuff up. 
but the office manager is happy. The business owner is happy. I'm happy. Like it's just a win-win awesome. for everybody. So yeah. just, just make sure that's, that's a great, yeah, that's a great tip. Thank you. Yeah. But make sure you're working with real estate. It sounds like uh, he's a good real estate agent. There's nothing wrong. Like if, if he's growing that big, then he's doing yeah. something right. Yeah, he's got to be doing something right. Yeah. He's got like a, the mortgage side and the real estate side. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think they've been able to utilize, uh, that, that, uh, that, you know, fusion, um, and it's worked out again, you know, to see where, you know, where he's come from his, you know, his humble beginnings, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's just great. You know, that's the goal I think, you know, for, for myself and for a lot of the people that, uh, that, you know, that I see that is working towards something. Yeah. You know, like I said, my dad's 50 something and, you know, my dad's friend and the mortgage, he's 50 something. And these guys are now just living, living their best life. Um, but they're immigrants, you know, from another country. And I've seen them, you know, just like hard, pure, just pure hard work. Just like, I'm going to get it done. There's that urgent, you know, sense that I, I wake up with a sense of urgency all the time. You know, I think that's something that a lot of people are lacking, especially those that, that have dreams and, and have goals. Um, there's a sense of like wishy-washy things that happen. Like, oh, I wish, you know, and it's like a daydreaming thing. But I think to really actually get those results that you want, you kind of have to, it's almost like, you know, that, that, that guy, I forget what's this, uh, this motivational speaker. He's like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta um, want to win as bad as you want to breathe. Eric, uh, Eric Thomas, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I think that for me, you know, being in a relationship, you know, my girlfriend can wake up more on like the, Hey, yay, kissy, kissy, you know? And, and, and it's like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> that, was, that was a funny representation. <laughs> I'm like, woman, I'm like, I've got my game face on. You know, <laughs> there you go. I'm, trying, I'm trying to, you know, like, I, it's like, you know what they, they tell boxers, like, try not to have, you know, try not to do any consensual stuff before. So you have your testosterone and you're there ready. You know, that's kind of like, I'm like, I got things to do. All right, let's go. You know? Um, so I'm almost like my own cheerleader. You know what I mean? And there I always tell people, I think that takes um, the majority of, uh, of, of, you know, like stress, you know, if I got to say everything else is easier, you know, staying motivated and enthusiastic about what you're doing, especially about the mm -hmm. tedious stuff is the hardest thing to do to actually get the success. It's like, no, so I, 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 heard, I heard something kind of funny, um, but also like really kind of mind blowing. Like when people say like, you know, people, people ask a lot of gurus and a lot of mentors, you know, how do you stay motivated? How do you do this? How do you do that? But like, if you flip it, like it's, it's a lot of people don't have the right, like, you know, um, perception of like reality basically, because when you sit there and you think about how am I going to be motivated? And it's like, well, if you kind of just put yourself, like if let's say you're 25 or 35 or whatever, right now, it doesn't matter your age, think about yourself. And I've said this on a couple of my other videos, think about yourself on your deathbed. Yeah like that that's it like that's how you stay motivated like when you're on your deathbed are you going to be happy or are you going to be disappointed you know what i mean are you going to be filled with regret and it's like if if you're going to be disappointed in yourself and what you didn't do over all those years then like get to work like that's it but like if you but like how bad do you want that too you know what i mean like if if someone's like you know, I'll probably be kind of disappointed in myself, but whatever, like they're not going to go anywhere. You know, what yeah, I mean? you know, and I think a lot of uh, the problem with that and that, you know, that mentality changes immediately. And I'm almost like, I want to say, I will put my hand on fire um, for that. And it's that that's, it's real easy to fall into that mentality, you know, and I, and I know which one you're talking about, but it's a lot harder to stay in that, 
if you've got the right people around you. And what yeah. tends to happen is those people that want to do better, you know, if they're going home and their mom and their dad has just been kind of like a mediocre human beings in life and they're just, you know, their goal in life is just to, you know, work a nine to five, come home and watch Netflix and that's happiness. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you've got something inside of you that's stirring and it's saying, you know, I want more, it becomes a lot easier to not do more when you're coming home and seeing, you know, what your parents are doing or what your friends are doing. Your friends are, hey man, come on and play some Xbox. You know, I constantly got friends telling me, what are you doing? Where you're at? You know, like, hey, come, come hang out, you know, and I'm just kind of like, I want to have time for that. But it's all about prioritizing it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more like in the work mode, it'll pay off later on. And uh, I don't want to wait till I'm presented with something. And uh, I, I, have to, I have to say, oh, man, I should have done things differently. And that's kind of like where I'm at, kind of. Uh, you know, I'm in my, in my early 30s. So for me, I've been pursuing the acting career for a while now. And I realized just recently that it hasn't, it didn't need to be everything. There's no reason why, you know, because I'm making it work right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably working more than I have before as an actor. Um, and I've, you know, and here I am still, you know, finding the time to get into this, which is something that I've grown, you know, extremely passionate about. And I've always wanted to do. And it's kind of like, hey, Start doing it, you know, reach out to people like I, you know, like I did with you. And like I said, thank you for taking the time to talk with me and, and give me okay. some of that, you know, some, that, I mean, all that knowledge that you have, man, that, that is that time worth, you know what I mean? That is that like that whole, Hey guys, I want to be hanging out with you, but I'm here studying. And when you take the time to give it to someone else, um, I, I've always believed that it's in hopes that it's going to, you know, it's going to double the other person's life and in every turn. If there's something that I could do and, 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 you know, add to your life as well, then that's where, you know, that's, that's key in life, really. You know what I mean? It's not about taking it, you know, it really is about giving. So thank you. Um, there's so many other things that I actually wanted to touch bases with you. Um, but I do kind of have to go right now. I've got 20 minutes to get to my next appointment that I have to that I have right now. Um, but Eric, thank you so much, man. You know, you, you've given me just enough to kind of, I, you know, what to do um i might actually you know ask you a couple questions on ig later once i can settle down again um because i'm really going to put my focus you know she wants to meet next wednesday um and already just with what you told me about the facebook and how i you know what targeting to possibly use was extremely helpful because uh like i said i've only done it for myself and i'm like well i'm gonna do it for a business i can't just be like you know 18 to 35 and like i don't know there's got to be some kind of you know this this is what's going to work exactly so that's actually a great tool now real quick i know you have to go so i'll wrap it up um when you talk to the business owner a lot of people again get into all the crazy details you need like you should be able to explain your entire pitch in less than five minutes if you can't do it in less than five minutes then you didn't do it right so when you go in there you say hey the old mark, like this is my entire pitch right here. I could probably do it in like one minute. The old marketing platforms that people use do not work anymore because everybody is on the cell phone. Everybody's on television or not television on uh, like Netflix and stuff like that. So people aren't watching TV. People don't watch all that stuff. People don't want listen to the radio anymore really because they got Pandora and Spotify. Podcast. Everybody's on Facebook. There's 2 billion people on Facebook and there's almost one 
I think like 900 million people on Instagram. If those are the two oh, things. One billion. I think they, they hit a billion just recently. There you go. So that's where everybody's attention is at. So that's where you need to go ahead and put the marketing. The nothing really has changed in marketing. It's just where people are looking. Move so like to. that's where it's at. Now, what I do is I go ahead and put information on these platforms for you to get more customers and increase your profits. How do I do that? I target people based on their interests to make sure that they are qualified people. You don't want to market to this person. Then let's not market to that person. We market to this person in particular because what these platforms do is they collect information, they collect data, and then that allows us to target people based on their interests, based on the demographic of who they are, and like what they do, what they like, and everything like that. So you, as the business owner, get to market directly to your target market, and that's it. So no money is wasted. Does that make sense? And then they're like, yeah, okay, sign right there. I'm sold. Yeah, I was like, I love that pitch. I was like, goodness gracious. I, I never got to figure out how to record on this since my first time using it, but I'm like, I'm going to upload this. Right you can go back. That's, but like, I think that's a golden nugget right there. And then all you do is handle objections from there of like, you know, if they say it's too much or this and that, then you explain that like, if they say that's too much money or blah, 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 then uh, the only thing I'd maybe add to that pitch is like going into long-term value, right? That everybody talks about of like, how much is the customer worth? Yeah. So you explain, you ask them, how much is the customer worth? And they're like, I don't know. And then you do the math. Okay. How many times do they come in a year? How much is that? How much profit do you get off of that consultation or whatever they do with you? And how many, um, you know, just all kind of the metrics of yeah. what one person is. And then you just multiply it. And then you say, Hey, this person is worth $10,000 per year. You, you know, like you explained Sorry. earlier, $10,000 a year. And then you say, okay, my services are this much. So you're getting this much ROI. Does that make sense? Or does that sound mm -hmm. fair? And they're like, of course. Okay. When can we get started? Like it's, it's not, people get all into all these details of like, okay. And then we put them on Facebook and then we put them in an email list. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, Cause that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to do some keyword research and the reason for the keyword research. And I'm just like, they don't care about any of that. Like fine. you need to talk yeah. to them as like the most, if you can't, okay. If you, if you can't explain it in five minutes, you don't know it well enough or you're not explaining it well enough. Um, and five minutes might even be too long, but like, let's just say five minutes. Um, also if a fifth grader can't understand it, then like you're doing it wrong again. You know what I mean? So like they had, like, they don't know the technical knowledge, but the thing is, if they ask you questions, then you answer them. You know what I mean? Like do the minimal amount of like, you know, selling. And then if they have questions, then you handle it at that point. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of, like a lot of business owners are just like, okay, that makes sense. Like, you know, like it's not like a big deal. Um, yeah. like the, the thing is, you know, you work, you know, uh, you know, from working at AT&T is when you handle objections, that's like a whole different other thing. So like, I'm going to yeah. have that in all my We're educational material, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's getting crazy. So just make sure you simplify everything like to the most minimal, yeah. like almost act like they're dumb. You know what I mean? Like just that yeah, level exactly. yeah. um, because it helps them. It helps them understand. And then also realize what personality type they are. If they are more like me and you, like you said, more detail oriented, yeah, maybe you can go into just a tiny little bit more detail. But if they're like not detail oriented at all, you're like, you need to simplify it even more. And then there's also uh, people that want like, um, there, yeah, there's the detailed people, the not really detailed people that are more extroverted about people. And then there's the people that just want like, they don't want to risk anything or they want security. So you yeah. need to tell them this is the safest way to market because you're not wasting money. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And they're like, wow, that makes sense. And then there's the people that just want the best. You know what I mean? Like the, uh, the, the Steve Jobs of the world or whatever, where like you just say, this is the best way to market because um, 
it, you know, it's just hands down better than know. everything else. Yeah, yeah. It. Like it's these key words that help people understand what you're selling or what your services are. And then they're like, they, it clicks. Like, you know what I mean? If it doesn't click with them, they're not going to be, uh, yeah. they're not going to move forward with you. So just make sure you're, you're keeping in mind what personality type they are. Not so that you can do all this weird manipulation garbage. It's just so you communicate to, to them. Correctly. Uh, yeah, give them yeah, the, best, the, uh, the best way to answer them and, and give them the, yeah, make them exactly. feel. And then uh, just realize that they might have, you know, objections about the price or whatever. Um, and the price objections are usually just based on value. So if they're not willing to pay the money, it's because they don't see the yeah, value. So you need to re-explain that. But uh, yeah, just simplify it as much as possible. But um, yeah, that's mainly it though for a dentist person, right? Facebook is the one main tool to use. And then of course, if she wants help with like the website, either if she has someone doing it, I can uh, throw some okay. So the, the three biggest platforms that people need to learn, like I would almost say, don't learn anything else. Facebook ads, um, Google uh, PPC, like pay-per-click. So like an ad in like search. Uh, and then, well, Facebook kind of goes hand in hand with Instagram. So it's that it's just Facebook, uh, in Instagram kind of in one where it's advertisements and then paid advertising for Google search. And that's it. Like all the other stuff can basically come later, but like SEO and all these things, those are good too. I, I do them, but it's like more maintenance stuff that can be done. Yeah, it's a long term thing. You want to, you want to give your customers results in uh, less than 90 days, right? Pretty Usually. Possible. Cause that's, you know you know, that's what the business owner is expecting. So the best way to do that is Facebook ads and the um, Google stuff. And then you can upsell them on the other services later as more of a long-term plan. Yeah. But, that's ideal. Yeah. That's actually like another, another golden nugget there. People try all to right. learn Snapchat and Twitter and all this garbage. And I'm like, no, Facebook ads, Google ads. Like that's it. Yeah. Cause I, I went into the Facebook thing and I told her about her page and I was like, you know, there's a lot of things that can be done in your page. And there's a lot of stuff that you've left out that doesn't help you uh, rank on Google as well. So I did kind of mention that. So either way, that's something, like I said, that by the way, I have a video about this that I did like a week ago. Do you know that you can search what businesses are doing ads right now and what are not? Uh, is it on like SEMrush or one of those things? I believe no, on Facebook, there's a, there's a portion on. So if you go to any Facebook page, it says info and ads. Now it's a thing they just updated like three oh. weeks ago. Now you can go see who's doing ads and who's not. And it's public. You can't hide it. Because then in that area, that'd be good to be like, listen, there's a reason why maybe you're not so busy. And that's just because your competitor next door is investing in himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you go to the competitor's Facebook page and you go down there in the bottom, you have to do it on a desktop. Well, actually, no, you can do it on your phone too. But I'm, I'm going to be doing that. Yes. So you go to the competitor's Facebook page and you say, you go to info and ads and you're like, look, your competitor is doing advertisements on Facebook and they're doing well. Right. And you're like, and they're like, yeah, closed. Like that's it. Like you don't need yeah. to explain anything else. So go to info That's and ads on any, on any Facebook page, no matter what it is, it's impossible to hide. So do Dude, that. Thank you. That's a great one because I mean that, I think that's ideal for me to bring up, but you wouldn't need to explain anything else at that point. Yeah. That's like, look, you're doing it. Like it's, it's, it's social there's person. no way. Yeah. You're either, you want to want to be with the big dogs or you want to play in the small pond. You know, it's up to you. I can get that help. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, hell yeah, man. Thank you so much, Eric. Yeah. Woo, I'm going to be rushing to this place. My man, thank you so much, man. Like I said, have a great day. Have a great week. Until next time, just keep doing what you're doing, man. You're inspiring many of us and motivating, and we can only grow from there. So thank you very much for everything that you've said and done. No problem. Thanks, man. And then, yeah, hope everything goes well as well. Uh, you know, if you have any questions or anything, just let me know.
But other than that, I'll, I'll yeah. let you go. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, bud. Have a good All one. Right.